Hello friends, welcome to the show. On today's episode, we sat down with the owners of Chateau Suo. These guys make a fantastic product out of Bordeaux and they are cutting edge in their farming practices. They have a wonderful story and I'm so grateful that we got a chance to let them tell it on our show. Don't forget, whatever platform you're listening to us on, throw us a like, let us know you're out there. If you're on Spotify, you can comment or send us a question. Let us know you're there and we'll see you next time. Cheers. guys welcome to florida thank Thank you for welcoming us we're happy to be here i just wanted to touch on this for a second i i got on and got off you i asked you what you had for dinner last night and you said you were on a plane you just flew in yes Yes. you're just fresh off off the airplane yep we arrived at our hotel at midnight last night oh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) we're happy to be here we don't have to wear jackets oh that's true very comfortable and they had snow in bordeaux last night First time in 12 years. First time wow. in 12. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. a lot of changes, huh? Yeah. A lot of changes in the last couple of years. It's I, I hear it's heating up. I hear that uh, Bordeaux's getting hotter and they're adding grapes to the, uh, to the blend. Is that correct? Uh, we are trying to know what kind of grapes we should grow in the future. Mm. Mm-hmm. And okay. we, we are working uh, with uh, several organizations to, to do some tests, you know, to plant some new uh, grape varieties nice. and mm. uh, we would like to keep the Bordeaux wine identity, and which is the toughest because it, when we plant new uh, grape varieties, mm-hmm. it's changing. So, it's it's a long process, in fact. Is it because of the climate, or is it because of the drive from, like, let's say, the American palate, right? So you're driving more towards fruit, or is it because the climate is forcing you to explore different grapes? There are two reasons. First, the climate, mm-hmm. to, because we, we know that uh, our Merlot, our Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc, are not the best uh, grape varieties facing uh, the drought, you know. But um, the other reason... It's not to drive a taste for a market. Sure. It's to keep the purity of the winemaking process mm-hmm. right you know in in place a hundred years ago it should taste it should have tasted it should similar. taste as, yeah 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 that's yeah. why the aoc is there right that's, to make sure that's correct we, yeah we have good regulation yeah and, and make sure the wines we, are historic we produce wine yeah. we produce wine from what mother nature gives us mm-hmm. other areas of the world make wine right yeah so if <laughs> they want to make a redder wine they make a redder wine right yeah. you know? and that's the beauty of bordeaux that's why people I think. is that's the <laughs> prestigious name behind it right that's why people trust it the go ahead no the, the second reason uh-huh. why we are trying to find new grape varieties mm-hmm. is to be able to grow grapes without using pesticide without yeah. using insecticide you know without using chemical so that means we would like to have because Bordeaux is a difficult region to grow grapes without using chemical because of the uh, of the humidity of the rain of the so we got mold you get we get a lot of disease and we are growing organic wines and we know very how much it's difficult to grow organic in Bordeaux that's why we were less than 10 percent organic in Bordeaux. And there's 7,000 producers in Bordeaux. Right. And, wow. and so, uh, and if we, 
in the future can find grape varieties that keep the the soul of our wines and and doesn't need so much chemical that would be the best that's what we are working now right. on that's the future we we are trying to prepare because it takes so many times you know the you you we, we make test it takes one year to 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 harvest right. to make a wine to it takes every time one year when you are working in the industry uh, you can do that you can make test every week right oh, but, absolutely. but us it, <laughs> uh, we make one test per year so that's the the our problem but we are really focused the the french are really focused on that right now right that's beautiful. Mm. So tell our listeners a little bit uh, about who you are and where you are in situated in Bordeaux. So um, my name is Monique Bonnet. I married uh, Tom Kenny. Hi. I'm French. He's American. <laughs> we both live on the winery, which is located in Capion. Yeah. Capion is a small village, southern Bordeaux. It's about 45 minutes away from uh, Bordeaux, Bordeaux, on the right bank of the Garonne River and in a very hilly and, and very nice yeah, it's really uh, beautiful location. Location. I mean, stunning. Th- was this something that you grew up with? I mean, uh, you know, we, we love your wine. We carried your wine. I, I remember uh, years ago, you wine enthusiasts, like best value right, white right, wine right. the whole oh, year, oh, yeah. right? I mean, of everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I remember tasting going, oh, this is my jam. I love <laughs> this wine. And so... Uh, and then we got in your red Bordeaux, okay. following that. But then I also see you have more here. But how did you get into doing this? And then Tom, how did you like wind up <laughs> in, in, in the picture? How do you wind up there? <laughs> so me, I started with my father. Oh. I was 25. My father decided to invest in a vineyard, and he asked me at that time. I I, I was working. Uh, in the um, nutrition field, so something totally different. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I w- would like to change and take care of the vineyard. And I said yes. I said yes, but I didn't know anything. So I l- learned, I started, <laughs> I went to school. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I, and, um, and, and so uh, that, that's how I came to be the only one in my family to be involved in a, in a winery. And then uh, Tom, uh, um, Tom, um, we married <laughs> together twelve years ago, and right. and since twelve years, uh, Tom is living uh, in France. In France, <laughs> <laughs> were you in the wine business at all? Time? Not at all. I was in finance and business processing. Ah. so so you were thrown into the fire right away, and pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, different world. You know how to run a tractor. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> and True. I've got the cleanest tractor yes. in the group. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. He's taking good care of <laughs> the, the material. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and then, um, so then you, you came on with your father, and then, um, and then just like, you know, has he now kind of stepped back a little bit and retired? Or, you My know? father is dead. Yeah, so yeah. then you are. You're taking your you you've got the reins of the horse. Here. Oh yes, yeah, since yeah. Uh, several years already. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was very good because he, he he let me from the beginning. He let me have the reins, the reins. early. The reins, yeah, right. early, mm. yeah. early because he didn't want me to to be at forty years old and, uh, and uh, depending on someone. Yes, mm. so he wanted me to be very independent, and uh, so from the beginning he said. Uh, and that's why we we started to uh, export very um, oh. early compared to the other uh, Bordeaux wine growers. So, 
you, you have to understand in Europe it's still a uh, male-dominated society, and that's just because of the way society is set up. Mm. So in the 80s, for a woman wine producer to sell wine in France was very difficult. And so Monique said, we'll open up our vision, we'll export. And so she packed her bags, you went to Japan, not speaking the language, no. <laughs> trying to navigate your way around. She went to uh, Hong Kong, she went to China, she went to Canada, she went to the US, and she reversed the traditional business model. So the traditional business model was 85 to 90% of your wines were sold in France or Europe, mm. and then 10 to 15% were exported. Well, she reversed it and she exported 85% of her wines Ooh. to 90% of her wines, and 10% was left for the European market. So she didn't have to compete with the everyone who's the producer. Right, yeah, yeah, right. I see. That's a that's a big undertaking it's as well. Huge, and huge. trying to uh, navigate the cost of doing something like that, right? Because yeah. you're flipping everything. You have to factor every little bit of that into the cost analysis as you're traveling, as you're exporting out. There's a cost to that, yeah. uh, especially sending things from uh, from Europe to the United States. I mean, that's it's not cheap. No, uh, it's no. it's a very expensive thing to do. And to be at the forefront of to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. That's a, that's cutting edge. Yeah, she's always had that vision, and, and she had that vision for the conversion to organic too. It wasn't to find a niche in the market. It wasn't right. for marketability. She saw in her employees red eyes and runny noses after treatments. Mm. And she said, are you all, you know, do you all have colds? Are you sick? And they said, no, you know, this kind of happens after the treatment and after we go back into the field. And the next day she called everyone around and said, it's not good for you. It's not good for the ground. It's not good for our customers. We're going to convert. Wow. Nice. So she started it by doing uh, one parcel at a time. 2008. Yeah. And re-educating the staff because if you don't have their buy-in, mm. you're never going to get anything accomplished. And um, as of 2014, the entire vineyard is... A certified organic. I that's incredible. That. Yeah. How did that. you take yeah. that first step? Because that's not an overnight process. <laughs> that's not just stopping. You say no, we're done. That's There's why. Yeah. That's why we did it step by step. Right. Because I didn't want. I didn't. I wanted my my staff to know how. Because we had to change everything, you know. And and uh, something I didn't think at, at the beginning. We are. We changed the mindset. Sorry of people and that I didn't expect and it. I thought it was going and to it's be a big vineyard too. just the, oh. the, the vine, you know, but we had to learn, we had to to change all our process. Then I was helped by some people to help me in the in the in the change because it was difficult anyway, it was difficult at the beginning. And um, and then it it requires a lot of investments. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted to be sure that I could uh, afford, afford to pay all these investments. That's why I did it step by step. And at that time there was so I decided in two thousand and seven and we started in two thousand and eight and I had friends who started at the same time that I did. But they Change their entire vineyards, you operation know, o operation, I and 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 two of them very famous, and, and uh, they are um, mm. uh, neighbors, and and they stopped the year after 2009. They say no more organic, and today when I speak with them, I say, sh they t say to me, ah, oh, 
we should have done as you did, you know, going step by step. Yeah. I say, yes, you, you cannot change something from like that. Mm -hmm. No. That's not a light switch. No, yeah. no, absolutely not. And, and so that was a good thing because we learned, we learned. So, of course, we, we lost a lot of crop. Sure. Uh, they lost uh, almost everything. We lost just one part. So like that, we had grapes to, to pay and to keep going mm -hmm. our economic, you know. Uh, and what was really interesting during this whole process was you had the early plantations that had started the conversion and you were able to test those against the taste of the ones that were done through traditional farming. And I, I, I tell you, every vintage, every year that the uh, organic uh, vintage was produced, it got better and better and better. I mean, it was, it's really amazing. So there's, we've had this conversation a lot. We got thrown into, really by accident, uh, someone came on the podcast to talk about organic and we got really into it and then regenerative farming and then biodynamic and yep, it yeah, just yeah. continued to snowball for us and we <coughs> kept diving in. And what we found was a lot of the winemakers were telling us the same exact thing. The the more they got uh, invested into organics or, or biodynamic or whatever, mm -hmm. the better the wine seemed to get. And, mm -hmm. and what the common thread there seems to be that the happier the fruit is, the happier the ground is, the better the soil is, no matter what, the grapes are going to and be happier. the happier your employees are. Absolutely, mm -hmm. yeah. In, 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 but in France, it's, in France, the traditional vineyard, they punch in at 8.30, they punch out at 12, there's a two hour lunch, they're back at two, and then they're done. But in organic, you have to react to the weather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if it's a Saturday night and rain is coming. You better get out. And that and that was not <laughs> common practice. Oh, really? Like, any, oh no! Oh no! You wouldn't get a call, then, everybody. Oh no! No, I'm at home. But, but, that, yeah. but through the education process that yeah. she did, and because they did it parcel by parcel, you know, they understood. So at the end of each year, we would do a survey, and we would say, okay, if we stopped organic farming and went back to traditional farming, how many of you would stay? And none of them would stay. That's incredible. Yeah. And yes. I, I think yeah. it's to the quality of what it you're does. doing. I do think it's like, uh, there's a winery in Italy that I love, and their thing was like, you, they, they, they grow organic. And I go, why? I go, well, so our workers don't get contaminated, and they don't contaminate right. their children. Right. I said, you don't you don't certify. She said, we don't care. We just want to make sure that the people who work for us are healthy and can live a normal, sustainable yeah. life yeah. with their families. And I'm like, oh, now, that's one of the best reasons yeah. I've ever heard for yeah. organic farming, yeah. right? It's incredible. So this is the famous white that I love, <laughs> and I always love white Bordeaux. It's like my favorite wine. I think everybody in Florida oh, should be thank you. should, should be, have a, at least a case white Bordeaux <laughs> in their in their homes, and then uh, of course I think every restaurant and every hotel on the water should always have lots of white Bordeaux. Come in, you little bougie poodle. I'm gonna put you out there. There's so out there. did you end up seeing a uh, change in your neighbors and people around you and start kind of converting to that organic mindset or was it is it still to this day kind of a I can tell you that when she first started she's got a very um, extensive group of other producers that they're friends with and mm -hmm. they all thought she was out of her mind mm. really oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. that was the topic of conversation for almost a year yeah. Monique's lost her mind and she's trying to do this organic conversion thing. And now, six years later, or eight six years, years? later, eight years later. No, more than that. Eight. Eight years later, they're all playing catch up in conversion to organic. 
That's incredible. That's incredible. And these these were hardcore. Monique, you're gonna lose everything. You're you've lost your mind. It's really no big deal. To you know, we really need to do this. When you won best with wine, uh, best value wine of the year yeah. of all white wines with this white wine. Right. Were you already 100% converted to? Yeah. Or yes. 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 Because what we will, what we taste now is the purity of the of the grapes, in fact, and it's something that that is not so. Apparent. Apparent when it's not organic. In fact, the fact that you have your roots that goes r deep into the terroir, yeah, it just, you know, it's mm. common sense. It, it's if you're if you're if you're using stuff to control the the weeds, the roots stay up on the surface because yeah. they don't have to fight for the water. Mm -hmm. If you're rototilling to control the weeds, the roots have to go deep right. to find a deeper, better source of water. And when they do, they extract different flavors yes it's it's incredible and because the exchange between the roots and yeah. the soil it's it's more important you know so and there is the the, the, the grapes has a better taste than a, a, a traditional grape. a traditional grapes it's just like uh, if you eat a good uh, tomato or a bad tomato mm. or a good apple or you know you have the really the taste of the fruit and and this taste you keep it during the fermentation so that's what we have here with the white, which is a blend of mm, Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon, 80 percent, yeah, right. 80 20, without uh, oak, eh, some just uh, stainless steel. Mm -hmm. It's fresh. Uh, it's, uh, and uh, what we do, we do a little aging of three months on fine leaves, you mm -hmm. know, to give the roundness because. Because this wine is very aromatic, and you can you can smell the citrus, the, the honeysuckle, but it's also uh, it's it's also very round. I mean, if you if you drink that as an aperitif, or if you eat that with lobster or mm. of a fish, One you have the roundness <laughs> who matches well the. Does Simeon help with that roundness? Yes, is that what that's that, because the I always tell people this, this is my favorite blend, right? Simeon is style. great. That's yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Simeon. You see, you see our our. You see the tears on the on the glass eh? mm -hmm. with this wine, which is not obvious on a white, on the red yes, but on a white. Uh, is that because of the Simeon? Exactly, wow. yeah. it's because of the Simeon, and the fresh aftertaste, the clean taste, it's given by the organic growing. Mm. It's not favorites. a fake wine; it's a true, <laughs> but it's a simple. It's very affordable, but uh, it's simple in. Don't give her a headache. I mean, <laughs> perfect. Well, it's organic, right? Yeah. And then I saw today, first I've seen, very excited by this, is ah. the rosé. So then Tom is going to talk about it. That would happen to be the best rosé in the world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I this is from that. Bordeaux, and it's 100% Cabernet Savion, and it's from a first... Thank you. Uh, gentle press, and it is just exceptional. <laughs> and I noticed it was 100% Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and a gentle press, you said? Yeah. And then um, contact with the... How much contact... No, not a, not a long contact, you no. know, because we, a, we, we take the grapes. It's a gentle press. We, mm -hmm. we press during four or five hours, mm -hmm. and then we get this uh, nice light color. color. Mm -hmm. 
because Cabernet Sauvignon can give quickly a uh, dark color, and mm. today the consumer don't like uh, dark colors, you know, in yeah. rosé. So, um, and, it's and it's the same style of uh, of wine than the white. It's very light, easy drinking, fresh, uh, clean aftertaste. It's and direct. I, <laughs> I gotta tell you, <laughs> I, I, I never drank wine before I went to France. What? 12 years ago. Up until 12 years ago, I never drank wine. Wow. Wow. This is the best rosé. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had your hands all in this, huh? I, I, I love this rosé. And it's year-round. Year-round, It's round, not yeah. seasonal. No, it's very nice right now. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's so cold here in Florida right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, it's, what, 75 out there? Yeah, so three ice cream. In January. <laughs> in January. I cannot believe it. And uh, so, you know, again, the nice part about what the whites and rosés in Florida, we can... All year round, yeah. right? It's not mm. a problem. And again, same kind of price as the white. Is it in that same price range? Exactly, exactly, exactly the same. Um, Very and hundred percent Cabernet. Yeah. Mm. Wow, that's so cool. Mm. I don't just, think you find it too often. No, where'd the no. inspiration for that come from? Mm. <laughs> I asked them if they could try it <laughs> without a blend. Uh huh. And Cabernet Sauvignon just. It, it gives the freshness, you know, it's it, the it fresh. gives the, the uh, with Merlot, for us, it's too round, too heavy. Heavy. Mm. So we want to have something light, easy drinking, uh, with a very clean and fresh aftertaste. So uh, Cub is And I don't perfect. have a complicated taste. <laughs> <laughs> and then how, where, where do we stair step to? Do we stair step to... Yes, and you know, the organic... Uh, Semper Viva, Semper Viva, it's uh, Latin and it means always alive because we didn't put anything to kill um, anything in the wine. In fact, because when we use sulfites, we use sulfites in wine to prevent the development of yeast, of bacteria. It's uh, the sulfites, it's like the police in the town, you know? Do you... Uh, you, you said there's no sulfites? No here? sulfites, not at all. No added sulfites? No added, but right. in fact. When no we sent it to the lab for yeah. testing? Yeah. No sulfites. It didn't show up at all? No, no, no. Not and, even registered. And so uh, that's why we are Have allowed FDA approval. to be uh, U USDA. That means we are organic wine for the United States. Hmm. Because. In uh, in oh, in the, the in the United States, if you add sulfites, you cannot be organic. You cannot be organic. No, so so that's why we we produce this wine to be able to go on the American market with this USDA certification, and it's a hundred percent Merlot. And to produce a wine without sulfites, require very uh, safe grapes. Because you know, I don't know. Uh, we use sulfites in the in the wine cellar. When we, when the grapes come into the cellar, we always spray some sulfites on the top of the grapes to prevent the development of bad taste, bad nose, and and, and so not to be like we are not going to when we don't use sulfites. We need to have the best grapes. With without yeah. road, yeah. without yeah. the the safest uh, grapes ever, and that in that way we can um, process can to the fermentation, yeah. and without adding any any sulfites. So you're really having to d 
really healthy. go through these vineyards and define oh, yeah. what are these grapes that we're going to use for this product. Exactly. Correct. And we pick the best mm. to yeah. produce it because the, the grapes which have the best um, 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 orientation um, orientations right <laughs> yeah or, or to the sun you mm -hmm. know yeah. and uh, like that there is no rot there is best exposure and 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 that's and we produce this kind of wine which is uh, really uh, very very fruity uh, on the nose mm. you you super approachable wine. yes yes like you know this one I could just like have with uh, I could have with a steak or I could have with a simple you know grilled cheese sandwich grilled cheese yes. I was just going to say <laughs> that exactly <laughs> exactly Hello, I recommend to although I'd recommend the rosé with a grilled cheese <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I would recommend to drink this wine a little chilled you know yeah. Uh, it's better. 60 degrees? Yes. Uh, we say on the back label, we write. Oh, yeah, smart. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 55 to 60. Yeah. yeah. See, that's smart. I love that you do that. Us yeah. in retail are always like, you know, this is a big thing uh, that we, you know, sometimes you want to present a wine to somebody and you might get these questions. You're giving everybody the answer. We're, yeah. That's Plus you, you, even for the server. And it's but, easy. But it's I easy to read and that. find. Yeah. I thought about yeah. that. I thought about all She's the seller we have the, the wine shop because you can't know all the, all the grape varieties mm -hmm. of all the wine you sell, mm -hmm. and it, that way it's very readable. And especially too in Bordeaux, you you know. A lot of Bordeaux come out with no varietal on yes, it, right? Correct. Yeah. So you have to know the region to kind of figure it out. This really helps the everyday consumer who is not a Bordeaux hound like maybe we are, but right. you know, You're right. that to help them through picking a wine that fits their palate. I mean, that's exactly. not just Bordeaux. That's that's the, uh, all, all across the French. French. Right. Yeah, right. The, the French. Italian, same Italian thing. is the same Spanish thing. Spanish can be the same thing. Yeah, they're yeah. European. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but wonderful little wine, no sulfite, sulfite free. Yeah. Can we say sulfite free? Sure. Yeah, uh, sulfur free. I say sulfur free. Sulfur free, yeah. 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 Hmm. Sulfur free wine. I'm very interested in that. I've, I've never heard of that because that's a natural uh, thing with the grapes. As they grow, there's that's it, there's going to be sulfur in it, right? That's, that's the, the sulfur happens between uh, during that's fermentation. Right. I mean, that's a reaction. Right. during fermentation, sure. where there is a development by the yeast of uh, some sulfides. Development or not. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, we, we don't know it. We know it when we make the analysis. Could this wine go south on you if something that happens? Was the, that was a huge fear. Mm -hmm. What was the longevity of the wine going to be? Yeah. Right. We didn't know if it was going to be like three days, three weeks, three months, mm. but two years. Two years is what you're seeing right now? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. With, without yeah. any problem. In fact, we yeah. realized that <laughs> if we were better. bottling a wine which was stabilized by the gas, by the... And, and, you know, after bottling, if there was no development, then you can keep it several years. Mm. If the problem happens, it happens after bottling. During. If if no after yeah. after bottling, and and then some 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 like funkiness maybe like yes you can have development of yeast of bacteria uh, that uh, gives mm. a bad nose bad taste, mm. but if the one is well stabilized, but that's that's difficult to do eh? because you you drink a lot of natural wine with bad taste with bad nose and uh, because this. This balance to find is not easy, but right. if we find it, 
and um, and then the the wine age for two, three, four years without any problem. Without any problem. Uh, we we now have the experience of that yeah. hmm. because we started with the vintage 2016, and uh, so uh, n we drink today the 2020. So right. 16 is still good in bottle after four years. So after four uh, years. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing that in Stelvin. Are you doing that in no, cork? It's cork. Cork. Yeah, we do ah. that with cork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the next one we should proceed to? So the 16, uh, Côte de Bordeaux, Chateau Sioux Côte de Bordeaux, red 2016, which is a blend of 80% Merlot and 20% Cabernet Sauvignon, or 85 and 15. Is th is that your, the your makeup? Is that the makeup of the 70. vineyards? I mean, is your vineyards? Yeah, just a little. We're, we're heavier on Cab, heavier on Merlot. It's heavier on Merlot. On Merlot. Merlot. Uh, we, we have a um, majority of Merlot, then some Cabernet okay. Sauvignon. Okay. And oh, Cab Franc. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, and then as far as also Simeon and mm -hmm. Sauvignon Blanc, yes. is your vineyards 80% more Sauvignon Blanc than Simeon? Yes, we, are much, we so have much more Sauvignon. Similar to the makeup in the wine. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, this blend is more traditional mm -hmm. as a Bordeaux, uh, with uh, some uh, with some uh, red fruits, black fruits uh, nose. There is no oak in this wine process, and no oak aging. So it's 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 round, easy dr easy drinking too. And uh, though this wine was awarded by uh, one enthusiast yeah. uh, as well, huh? yeah. it was ninety uh, ninety yeah. in Editor's Best Buy. Editor's Choice. Yeah. Um, so interesting that this is all stainless steel. No, yes, no wood. No, no, no. But there's nice tannin in there too, like that. I mean, there's, there's the I mean, tannins it's, come from it's the nice grapes. It's drinkable, you know. Yeah. It's not heavy. It's not over the top. Um, so from skins, I'm guessing, and and stems. And exactly. Um, any whole cluster? Do you do whole cluster at all? No. 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 Do you uh, do you change your varietal makeup much from year to year, and then in percentages? In percentages, yeah. does it change much from year to year? No. no, it changes, but the changes are S small. Minute, small. Yeah, small. And as this vintage of of the twenty two vintage that. Uh, just wrapped up 2022 yes how did you feel about it oh that was a great vintage yeah yeah we were a little anxious because we had such a dry, dry summer yeah, super, dry, dry, dry. super dry that really we dry. never experienced before you know oh. some some vine was burnt by the by the sun yeah it was so hard Aye. and and um and in fact, the quality of the of the red is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, that would be a, a great vintage in, in Bordeaux. Sixteen was also a great vintage. You know, in Bordeaux we have some differences in eh, between vintage. Right. Twenty one yeah. was more difficult. But the microclimates of I mean, there's microclimates in Bordeaux, right? I mean, you're going to have mm -hmm. somebody in the north. It's not going to be the same. Exactly. As somebody in Correct. the south. Between Saint Emilion and the Medoc, there yeah. are differences. Big differences. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to speed. Yeah. Nice. So that's uh, uh, our entry-level wine, the Côte de Bordeaux, the one we tasted. And um, now we're going to taste the 15, 2015 Cadillac. So we're at 70 Merlot, 20 Cab, and uh, 10 Cab Franc. Thank you. 
<laughs> you make it easy. But I, I, yeah, but I'm happy because I did it on purpose and, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And the th those four wines that we tasted, even the is the is the, the sulfur free? free? Is it a, kind of in that same price range? Is that a Appreciate little bit more? The sulfur free. Yes, Could yes. Be a little bit more, but it's because you have to be more. Yes, it's a little <laughs> bit more than the entry level, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's under, uh, the price is under the price of this one, because this one is aged in uh, oak, oak barrel, and, uh, and we buy, expensive. Yeah, yeah, we buy good uh, oak barrel that mm -hmm. we pay, we pay the price, but not to over oak the wine because right. when you taste it you you don't taste the, w the wood you you but it gives the roundness a it hint. gives the vanilla mm. taste it gives uh, some right. interesting aromas percentages of new wood and one third and one, one third, third of mm. new two mm. third of uh, one year and two years yeah mm. very nice wine wow. so it's more nice complex and uh, it's rounder and um, with a nice finish with a licorice nice finish Yeah, because I don't think people, some people just don't realize with Bordeaux, you get what the vintage offers you, right? Exactly. You know, You're right. Other other locations in the world, you can tweak and do this and do that, mm -hmm. but you can't do a whole lot, right? I mean, you have to follow the rules. If, you, if it rains. you got to produce. If it rains <laughs> and the vineyard starts to wash out, are you allowed to put plastic over the vineyards before no. the rains no. come? No. No. So you have to go grab and your if soil. There, and if there's a drought, are you able to water? No. No, no you're not. No. It's as, what Mother as Nature gives you gives to produce. You. Oh. As you said, uh, yeah. we produce, right. we don't make. Right. Yeah, well, we produce, <laughs> we don't make. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, it's a tough reality. Stunning. <laughs> 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 Which is why I assume with generational winemaking in Bordeaux, because Bordeaux, uh, you've got a lot of generational right a lot of generational families mm -hmm. yes. and when you come along like you did and you start changing things mm. it, it, i can see why people are a little apprehensive right because every year you know it's something very different. difficult to make wine exactly yeah. and now you're throwing a wrench in there and people are exactly not quick to jump on and say okay we're going to do this mm. or they try it and two years later they give it up right exactly right. Like, hold on <laughs> this is yeah. not Number. cost effective but if you, it's like, also not what we're used to doing absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely and you've got you know here in the united states we kind of screwed ourselves with uh prohibition but even before that we're not so far generational uh as a lot of europeans are mm -hmm. right but especially you get very uh far generations in in bordeaux mm -hmm. and they've been doing it a certain way for so long you're and right and, you know, tradition. I think you're seeing, yeah, tradition. Uh, I think you're seeing now worldwide, uh, people are starting to pay a little more attention to the soil. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, oh, very we, much. we don't have uh, a lot of years left with our topsoil if we keep going the way that we're going now, right? Exactly. So people are starting to focus on, wait a second, what can we do to kind of change uh, the way we've been thinking about things? And uh, it's very cool to be on the forefront of that in Bordeaux, right? Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. a, that's a beautiful thing. So where are we at now? Oh, Lartoli. Lartoli. <laughs> Are you no, go, go going ahead. to explain I'll, what is Lartoli? Lartoli. <laughs> no, but Lartoli, it's a, it's a little stream. It's a, oh, yeah? it's a small stream that's fed the vineyard since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to honor it with our top curvet. So we named our top curvet after the stream, 
laterally. And plus, we pick the grapes uh, on the a slope spot. that overlooks it. Yeah. Ah. And we pick by hands. Hand. It's we all distem by hands. Yeah. We we do the fermentation in 500 liters uh, barrels. Custom made French oak barrels. And then we age it in the regular barrels of 225 liters. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a different process, wine making process, which is more, uh, how would you say, crafted? Yeah. Um, yeah. Artisan. Yeah, more artistic. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. understand this French uh, name. And you're 100% Merlot on this Yes, 100%. on this one we are 100% Merlot. Beautiful. I noticed with most of your wines, as I kind of poke through, uh, I always kind of tend to look at the ABB. You are 13 and a half pretty much across the board. Is yes. that where you aim to be, that mark? Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we try not to be too high. Sure. In, uh, in, um, but it depends also of what the nature is, is right. giving us. Huh? Like in 2022, we have strongest uh, alcohol Stronger level. Alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the sun, because of the, the heat, level right. of sugar yeah, we had in the grapes. And uh, so it's higher. But uh, usually we try to be under the 14. What do you think that's going to do for your uh, the wine with no sulfites? Cooking it up, having that a little bit higher alcohol, are you expecting hopefully to see the same ageability out of it? or? Yes. I guess yes. it's hard to tell. But yeah, it's it's difficult to yeah. say. Yeah, uh, we think today. it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> but I, I mean, it, you know, I, I can see that that's a interesting question, right? How high alcohol wines sometimes yeah. they just don't last that long, and and you know, you need acid sometimes for that check. Yes. I always love exactly. I always love Bordeaux because I feel like it's probably one of the most ageable wines at any price range, mm. right? Like you can pretty much lay those babies down. Even though I'm drinking them as fast as they get into my house. No, but you're right. Yeah. Because uh, at this level of price, you can age them five yeah. years, five yeah, six years. years yeah. And that's when they're old. That's when they really shine. Delicious. Yeah, they shine. Yeah. But yeah. we found. I mean, we've had thirty-year-old Bordeaux that cost twelve bucks. That and, they still still that that and they still drink good. And they still they're singing. That's the, right. The ageability there is very nice. And it's again to go back to what you're saying. That acid is there. It's, yes. It doesn't over. Uh, develop with the heat and with the uh, ABV you you keep it in check and it that acid really helps I mean I think that's again that's a good regulation right that's the AOC kind of coming in and saying yeah, we need to harvest right it's time to harvest I mean do you yes do you make oh, yeah. your choices or they give you a range to make their your choices? they give us uh, we cannot start before uh, they give a start the date, date. Yeah. Mm. we have to start you know and they, they we have strongly uh, regulated. regulated you yeah. know yeah. Hmm. What is, uh, I'm kind of embarrassed I don't know this. Um, in the United States, we tend to, we're allowed 1% variation on alcohol on the ABV. What does the AOC allow you guys? 0.5. Okay, wow. so you're a half a percent. Yeah, yeah. half a percent. Yeah, okay. half a percent. Uh, as I'm sitting here looking at your percentages, I didn't know that. Uh, so <laughs> we, we learn something every day. This is really wonderful. Very because it's very drinkable. Mm. It's you also know? it's I it's, could smell it forever though. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's it's very terroir driven. The yeah. the nose yes. is nice and funky and beautiful and you get some fruit there, but that I, it's not what tells the story. It's very traditional Bordeaux. It's a beautiful There's a balance with the oak too, you right. know. There's definitely a little baking spice in there that I'm getting that I really enjoy in my wines. Not heavy, but you know, softer version of that. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful wine. Beautiful lineup, guys. I, I uh, really enjoyed going through all these. I've tried um, 
a couple of these wines uh, over the years. The obviously the white we we crush with the white. People <laughs> love that. I mean, you yeah. can't stop the sell on that. And but. again, I don't think really, to be honest with you, we didn't very do well with white Bordeaux until your wine came along. Yeah, that's that was the one that kind of. And it was when we were just like, hey, you have to try this. This is something you should try because this is a wine for us here in Florida, or really should be for everybody. Right. You know, because it is a beautiful wine. Well, it's um, funny. It's uh, we we said that uh, Sauvignon Blanc was kind of the grape of COVID. For some reason, mm-hmm. it really, really, really. Oh my oh, gosh! From you, all over the world, it was really? unbelievable. The and then, but when you think of Sauvignon Blanc, I think a lot of people uh, it kind of think of Marlboro, right? And they, that's where they yeah. kind of go to. Yeah. And then we were, you know, like, no, no, uh, hold on, wait a second. <laughs> there might be something better. I, I don't want to say better. Different. It's different, different, right? It's different. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're right. It's. It's round. It's not driven with so much acid and hay. Mm, it's yeah. it's kind of a nice expression, very layered and structured. And, yeah. You know, it is what it is. It's a very different expression of wine. So, but, I always call, because I, I don't know, we always used to say Chateau Sau. <laughs> please, would you please, would you please pronounce it Thank you, because I so haven't we, said it the whole so time. I know, because I didn't want to say it <laughs> you, you should hear some of the versions that I've heard. Su-o. So Perfect. <laughs> Bordeaux, Bordeaux. Suo. 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 Chateau like, Suo. Like if Correct. there was an O at the end. Suo. Oh, oh Suo. Easy. I'll never forget it now. Easy. <laughs> People Suo. say, do you have any Bordeaux? Suo. Suo. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the rosé. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. Well, thank, thank you guys you so, so much, much for, thank you for uh, joining us. us.